Thank you for checking out the Thang Podcast brought to you by Nissan. If you could, could you drop us a rating or a review? We would really appreciate it. You're sitting there listening. Just take the extra two seconds. Okay, begging over. From the top of Morning Thang Mountain, transmitting across Virginia and around the world, the K92 Morning Thang. I came to a controversial conclusion yesterday. Uh-oh. That uh, I'm going to put out there, and I believe it's going to ruffle some feathers to oh, some people. Oh, boy. They're going to be mad about it, and that's fine. You know what? You can attack me. <laughs> attack me all you want. But I believe I decided yesterday that it's time to settle the debate. Cold weather is better than hot weather. Plain and simple. No. I'm becoming a cold weather person. All right, Monica, what are you mm. thinking? No, I'll take I'll take spring summer. So over the cold. now, just to be clear, did you live through yesterday? <laughs> yeah. Okay, you were alive yesterday. I was sweating. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wore shorts yesterday. I was like, I'll take the heat. I know that was. See, it's, this is why this hot weather is so weird to me. Is I have to see Monica in shorts, which was yes. very. It was it was unusual, a different I'm, experience, right? Yeah, and, and it's not that anything looked bad or anything was bad, but it just it felt different to me. Yeah, very different. It is different. Yep. Yeah. Monica's walking around in shorts and and it's just the the way your body is built, you know, you you have a you you have a lot of <laughs> You're like how do I say I it? You, you got a booty. Yeah. Is what's going on. Yeah, you have strong legs and all I do. that. Yeah. yeah. And and what you found in the past is the challenge for you is finding the correct length of shorts because right. If they're a little shorter, which they look would, really short, right? Because they they ride up the yeah. the booty, the gravity, booty gravity uh-huh. pulls it up. But if they're too long, I mean, like grandma's, shorts. right, right. Yeah. They're grandma's shorts. They look like you're going to find clams at the beach, right, in, in New England. And so what do you do? Because yeah, I'm like, do I don't usually wear shorts. So I'm trying to find the right pair of shorts, mm-hmm. like the right type of shorts. I yeah, guess. but yeah, yeah. I, I believe yesterday. I mean, was it just me? Or was yesterday the hottest day in the recorded history of time? Because I feel like it might have been. (laughs) I actually didn't spend much to any time outside yesterday because when I stepped out one time, I was like, you know what? Mm -mm, Not doing this today. You're not going to ruin my Monday. So I just stayed inside and ignored it. But Zach, I think overall, I agree with you. I would prefer, but listen, I prefer the colder temperature over the warmer temperature because like I've always said, there's only but so much you can do when it's hot outside. Mm-hmm. You can only get but so naked or whatever. If it's cold, I can always layer up. I can always right. put more mm. on. Right. I, I can add another blanket. I exactly. can add another sweater. Uh, yesterday, I was thinking, how many layers of my own skin can I peel <laughs> off? Like, what is going on? I mean, I was questioning everything in my house, too, Antoine, where you say you didn't oh, even no. go outside. I couldn't even like my inside either. It was 79 degrees upstairs in my Woo. house. What happened? Whoa. Oh, no. Whoa, oh, that's a problem. Yeah. I, I emailed Bauer last night. I said, y'all need to come over. I don't know what's going yeah. on here, but and, I need something going down. Another thing about being hot, I think being hot puts people in a bad mood. Oh, yeah. Like, being oh, hot, being hot is very relatable to being hungry. Like, you're just never mm-hmm. comfortable when you're hot. When you're cold, you can be, like, shivering and stuff, but you won't be in a foul mood yeah. because right. you're trying cold. to snuggle up. Yeah, anything. exactly. So, right. Monica, sounds like you're coming around. Just no, saying. I'm not. I still say <laughs> Sounds like you're coming around. Because Zach didn't say the seasons. He just said the temperature of the yeah, weather. Yeah, he said the temperature, yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's other things. Uh, right. You can make a, a compelling argument for things like hanging out on a deck and all that mm-hmm. stuff. None of those mm-hmm. things were capable yesterday unless you were lava. That's the only Oh, way. I did. <laughs> I did hang out on the deck for a little bit. No, yeah. see, I wouldn't have done that. Ooh, That's my just God. torture. Do you want to go back outside and find the rest of yourself that melted <laughs> off yesterday? <laughs>
because it is just, oh my God, I can't wait for these thunderstorms this morning. I might go outside like when the guy breaks out of Shawshank Redemption uh-huh. and it's just raining down and on him. And just stand on the rain. I'm king it. of the rain. <laughs> Super excited for it. Yesterday was just disgusting. I, it's it's the most disgusting day I can remember in my life. I, 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 I have <laughs> to see you were mad with yesterday. I, I really am. <laughs> I feel like that's a little hyperbole, but oh. it was it was one of the more worst days yeah. in recent memory. Nobody asked you for your that. library words. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your, it, it had to be because you said seventy nine upstairs in your house. Yeah. That right there, yeah. I don't know what will. happened. I. I I'm convinced my air conditioner's have broken. You, have you ever had to sleep downstairs because it was so hot upstairs? Um, like well, maybe the air wasn't working or something like that, and you just had to sleep downstairs? I had to do it one time because the air broke, yeah, but that's not I mean, yeah. specifically because it was so hot. Yesterday was very close. <laughs> you thought about it. Very, very close. And I also sat there for 10 minutes like a dummy, staring at every ceiling fan in my house mm-hmm. going, is this is it going in summertime direction? I don't know. I checked mine too. Oh my god! I checked mine yesterday as oh. well. I like I stood up on the bed. I was like, all right, just still, okay. The switch to go down, turn it on. All right, that's eleven ten nine. Okay, that's going the right way now. And why does it have to be harder than it needs to be? Because there's a switch. I don't know if you know this, but there's a switch on your ceiling fan if you have one, where there's a direction. If it goes clockwise, yeah, that is winter time, where mm-hmm. because it pulls the air up, and I guess you it makes it warmer in your house. And and then there's the summertime direction, which is counterclockwise. And there's a little flicker thing, you know, a switch. You can switch back and forth. Why can't the switch just say clockwise and counterclockwise? It either says nothing, or it has an arrow pointing up and down, or an arrow pointing left and right. Like, there is no <laughs> uniformity to this. And really, you think to yourself, alright, well, clockwise, you know, it's this way on a clock. The problem is, you know, if you're looking at a wall clock, that's not a ceiling fan. A ceiling fan's up. So then you start looking up, and you think... Well, I think that's clockwise. Uh, yeah, exactly. But now I'm staring up. You got some beef with your house. Oh, my God. Just yesterday was a rough one. This, yeah. this is why I'm one. moving to the North Pole. I told you guys, I'm <laughs> out of here. I'm going to the North Pole. I'm done. So fight me if you want. But yesterday, I do believe, I'll check with science later on. Science! But I do believe worst day in the recorded history of science was yesterday. Yes. It was It was mm-hmm. a bumpy one, it sounds like. Oh, my God. I'll give you that. Bumpy yeah. one. I told you, it's a molten <laughs> one. All men are jealous of me. Mm. All right. Well, it ain't me. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Monica's diamond right. of the day. You're not, you're not jealous of Marco of Germany. No, Polo. That, yeah, Marco. This is all guys are jealous of him because he's married. But he's been in an open relationship since 2012 with his beautiful wife, Daniela. And he's about to wed two other girls, two other girlfriends. Yeah. And he says men are jealous because he's in a thruple. He's in more than a thruple. Yeah, he's, he's in more like than a, a Like a, it's a, a, a thruple. Something. It's more than an entanglement. A supple? It's, yeah, why, why would he need to marry the other girls if it's already an open relationship? That doesn't make sense to me. Well, they want he, marriage, I guess. Uh, he wants a TV show, Antoine. <laughs> that's, okay? that's that makes sense. Yeah. Would that you watch sense. it? Yes, you would. Tune in. This married guy. No, because I never watched any of those polygamy shows when they were on. Those ridiculous ones. Yeah, I don't watch oh, any Sister of those. Wives or something. Those A and E TV shows. I don't watch any of those. It's yeah. always a weird guy who you can tell is a horn dog, because uh-huh. he's hey man, you know I'm just all about love, and uh-huh. then it's all these. Interesting women that all claim to be okay with this setup, but to a degree, none of them are. Like, you can just right. see it in all of their eyes. That they, I mean, they I'm have children this. and stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah. I know. And this guy. I, I don't know who in the world would want three wives. I just. <laughs> oh, my God. I can barely sustain a one-on-one relationship. Uh-huh. You know, as far as. <laughs> 
just it's just the commitment that it takes, and and you know relationships are hard, man. It takes uh-huh. a lot you gotta of communicate, work. right? But, yeah, but it does allow from break, so you get a break from wife A to go to wife B. So it's kind of like, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. Like a there reunion. has to be a moment when wife B is a little salty. Mm-hmm. It's like, we didn't finish our discussion. Well, yeah, exactly. Then you go to wife C, and then by the time you come back around to wife B, she forgot what you guys were talking about. Okay, she still remember. Antoine, you know what? Here's the thing is that's like making the same argument of, oh, you stressed out at work? Well, just go to another job. Just go work over <laughs> uh-huh. there. Or, or Yes, mm-hmm. that's true. But a job that you enjoy more than the one that's currently stressing you out. So, like, you leave here and you go do a fun little podcast. Right, but I still yeah. have to come back here at some point. <laughs> a week later. And here's still mad at me <laughs> when I get back over. And what's to say my other job is more fun? Maybe it's worse. Who knows? Well, then you get to leave that as a while, too. Yeah, and I'm with you, Monica. It's like you come back over and, and that one wife is like, all right, we never finish our discussion. Mm-hmm. And you think. Which one were we? Well, I know. Having? I was like, what were we talking about exactly. again? It's brand new. What am I fighting I, with you about? And I feel like his others? wives, you know, her soon to be wives, they look they look enough alike where oh, you yeah. can say, I love your eyes, but I love your eyes. You know, like they look. Yeah, I'm looking a at a like. picture of him and his two girlfriends right now. They look like identical twins they do. almost. So they, then he can't make a mistake. Uh, he can say, you know, oh, you got your eyebrows done. They both have them done at the same time. Yeah, relationships so. are exhausting. I am one at best, possibly zero. <laughs> like that's a, I'm a, just it's a lot, and I don't know. And okay, so no one's jealous. Everyone's jealous of him, right? I know. Yes, he says everyone's jealous of him, but no one's jealous in this relationship. Of course not. No, no. they've agreed to it. Yeah, they're on board. Yeah, and he probably will get a show. Yeah. And where is it, you know, where we think it's perfectly uh, acceptable for this doofus to have three different wives and four girlfriends, whatever. But if you flipped it around, you would think, oh, God, that's disgusting. I can't even imagine. Monica, mm-hmm. would you want multiple husbands? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Would you like one? Are you- <laughs> yes. well, I know. You answered that one really fast. Like, oh, men like, are the worst. Yeah. The K92 Morning Thing has the dupla. It's a good thing about COVID is you can use it to blame for just about anything. Yeah. Going if, somewhere, not going somewhere. If you don't want to do something, if you want to do something, mm-hmm. if you're having a rough day, you know it's just that COVID. So they say couples that have had issues in the last year and a half. Yeah. And, you know, you just, you've been trapped together and maybe you got on each other's nerves or just stuff mm-hmm. came up in your relationship. Whatever it is, if you've had to deal with issues in your relationship in the last year and a half, they find that... People, they're actually much happier now because they've blamed COVID. There you <laughs> it go. It was COVID's fault. Right. Yeah. And that's what they're saying quarantine. is if, if you blame the stressor instead and you make it the scapegoat instead of you and your stupid face, uh-huh. then it will actually bond you because together you blame the stressor. So you could be like, you know, instead of that little thing that you just kept doing every single day that drove me nuts. <laughs> right. It was the pandemic. It was the pandemic that didn't allow me to get away from you right. when you were doing COVID. it. I could have gotten away from you and your annoyingness, but COVID. Exactly. Right. See? I think that's a that's a therapy treatment right there. Uh-huh. It actually is. They say that it's it can be beneficial even with smaller stressors like getting stuck in traffic or something. And, and yeah. you just you blame. I guess you can blame COVID for that. Too. Yeah, I was about Who to knows? say, what would I blame? Because that is a big frustration. 
traffic. Yeah, mm. I'm like, I'm blaming a car in front of me, through the person I can't see. But I'll tell you what, and this is a, it's an interesting little spin on it, but it, it is correct in that um, this is why I always think that people who are in relationships that say, my children come first. Oh, my babies, they come first uh-huh. before anything. Those people always break up. They always like single parents afterward because they don't prioritize the relationship. So when you can use your children as the scapegoat of evil <laughs> and, the, and blame them for everything... It brings you together. I'm not mad at you, baby. It's the little munchkins running around right. that's driving me crazy. Monsters, Antoine, not munchkins. Munchkins <laughs> sounds too nice. Monsters Aww. is what you need to use. But no, it's true. I mean, in my relationship with it, we band together. It's us versus that's what the children. That's you chose to do. Yes. It is what you're supposed Those to do. Parents versus the kids. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and there are relationship experts that'll tell you that is you cannot say the children come first. Because really, Monica... Have they haven't earned that right? <laughs> what, what They're have they just done? existing. Right. What have they done to earn top priority? You tell me. Because I feel like they managed to get, cause the stress more Fair than questions. anything. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. Also, as the world is opening back up, you may have cave syndrome. Cave oh, I syndrome. I heard about that, yeah. Yeah. This is for the people that are like, Oh my god! I gotta go outside. Oh my god! Yeah, wait what a do minute. I do? How do I do this? I don't wanna. I don't wanna. Oh. Wait a minute. I'm I have some friends out. like that. Yeah, yeah. And they just, they just, they're they're so used to being in their cave. Like now, they're like, this got comfortable. Like this is mm-hmm. the life I always wanted. Why do I have to go back outside now? Yeah, okay, they're the ones too that like to. And look, I'm aware there's still a lot of COVIDness going on in the world, but we're at least moving in the right direction. But that's always your friend too, where you go out and start doing stuff, and they go. Yes, but what about the South African variant? Okay. All right. Look, oh, no. Now, now yeah. you're looking for reasons. Back into my bunker. Mm-hmm. Monica, do you have any sort of cave syndrome? Because you were in the cave more than we were. Yeah, but at the same time, I feel like, like I told you, I said with the mask, mm-hmm. I was just at home or the gym. Right. And so I just really didn't think about like the mask and stuff i don't i don't know i don't think i have cave syndrome no. at all really i mean you've mutated into a new individual who wears shorts i mean like, <laughs> I don't know who you are like, who are you yeah. and uh, there are some things that we thought oh this will totally go away we'll never do this again but despite the pandemic most people say they will continue to use cash so money is not going away uh, change it now no. it hasn't changed my opinion on cash at all either and yeah. i thought it might and i tell you what i've realized lately this is kind of ridiculous to say but I've, I'm kind of enjoying shaking hands. What? Oh, yes. I haven't. You hated that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even before. He's been walking around here shaking hands. Just but walking around with his hand out. It's kind yeah. of a, I enjoy the connection. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> wow. It's Who are you? You're talking about Monica mutating. Who are you mm-hmm. right now? Can I borrow your shorts? It's my Martha Stewart Liars Club. So two of us are telling the truth. One of us is a liar. Text in to 52353. Who do you think the liar is? Is it Isaac cried over somebody else's steak? I, Monica, need a lizard babysitter. I, Antoine, am trying to impress Monica with my yard work. All right. Text 52353. Vanessa says Antoine is lying. He has no reason <clears throat> to try to impress Monica. Well, apparently he does. What? That means you're wrong. Well, Vanessa would be correct. I have no reason to. And yet you are. But uh-huh. I decided, I was like, let me do something that Monica would appreciate. So over the weekend, I was doing some yard work. Uh-huh. And I was cutting down a bunch of branches from like this big apple tree in my backyard. Because like when I cut the grass, the branches hit me in the face, or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, let me cut them down. And so there are so many branches. I was like, you know what Monica would appreciate if I turn these branches into like a burial site. So I would take a pile of branches and I would lay them here. And then I'd take another pile and lay it right beside. So if you look in my backyard, 
It's like there are six burial sites of witchcraft of these dead branches. I was like, Monica would appreciate this. Oh yeah, yeah, I do. Antoine's backyard is a stop on the Oregon Trail. That's what it is. There's a whole bunch of dysentery. I like it. That's cute. All right, so it's not Antoine. You got either me, Zach, or you got Monica. Sammy and Salem says Monica is the liar. What lizard needs a babysitter? Yeah. That means you're wrong. Monica's lizard needs we haven't a had a pet in a long time, so you're now when we go on vacation, you, have, you need a pet sitter. But I'm like, a lizard? Do you need a pet sitter for a lizard? Well, uh, let me put it this way, Monica. Since you have a pet lizard, correct? Yeah, Midas. Midas. Uh-huh. And you are going to the beach for a few yeah, days. Yeah, we're not going to take them with us. Okay, well, you, somebody has to feed yeah. them. So, yeah, so no. we're going to have to have somebody pop over and you know take care of Why? Midas. Now, why why can't you take them with you? Like lizards would be like some of the easiest ones no. to travel with. Mm-mm. That's what? okay. You're not keeping up with Midas. You just gotta if- do the same thing you do it at home. Right. Just take the cage or whatever he's in and put it in the hotel. He's already packed. Yeah, wow. exactly. Just oh. let them and carry. See, <laughs> so people they really travel with the lizard. They just bring their lizard on vacation. I once them. had to bring a hermit crab on Christmas <laughs> vacation. Oh, good gracious. Because a hermit crab. Yes, I was unwillingly oh, gifted a hermit no. crab at one of those Yankee swap gag gift Christmas oh, things. Okay. Yeah. New rule after that, you're nothing That's alive. Funny. And so we got stuck <laughs> with, you know, Herman, very original name, Herman uh-huh. the hermit crab. And I had to drive to my mother-in-law's house for Christmas. And we were going to be gone for like a week and a half. I had to take yeah. him with you. So I had to bring that stupid hermit crab with uh, me. Yeah. Yeah, take the lizard with you, Monica. Yeah. So I'm going to pack up Midas. All it's right. Like Zach said. Taking Midas to the beach. He's already packed. Right. You just got to lift and carry. He, he lives in a suitcase. <laughs> like, that's mm-hmm. all it is. And you and here's the thing. The only thing dumber than taking a lizard on vacation with you, Monica, because I understand you feel dumb taking uh-huh. a lizard uh-huh. on vacation. The only thing dumber is paying someone to come to your house to feed a lizard. <laughs> I know. Feed a lizard <laughs> once a day. Yeah. Make sure to feed him. That's sillier. So just <laughs> take the lizard on all vacation. Right. Maybe he'll love it there. Maybe if you don't like him as a pet, he could, you know... <clears throat> Get oh, out. no. He decided to stay. You know, it's, he, he loves it there so much. So, yeah, it is, in fact, Correct. me. I am the liar. I did not cry over somebody well, else's thing. But I wanted to, and I almost <sighs> came to tears last night. Uh-oh, what happened? What happened? <sighs> I may need to just... I may need to ban my wife from eating steak. Or at the very least, I'm, I might have to cut her meat for her. What like did she she's do? seven. <laughs> what did she do? What? Just she, pick it up and eat it? <laughs> no, she just, the way she cuts a steak, because she ate one last night, she destroys it. She doesn't cut it right. She doesn't cut it straight through. She likes to cut on edges. She likes to mutilate the steak and kind of just pick the pick and choose the pieces that she wants. Her own little artwork. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Antoine, I'm going to show you the picture because this is an abomination to me. Oh, wow. See? It, it looks what? like, it looks like. Something got to the steak. Right. You know what I mean? Like not not a knife and fork. It seems like a dog. <laughs> yes. It seems animal. like you went upstairs for a minute and a dog got up on the counter and ate. I the wasn't top gonna of your say steak. that, but yes, that's mm-hmm. where I was going oh, with no. it. Yeah. It's like yeah. something attacked us. That's what it looked like. Something attacked the steak. It wasn't yeah. something was eaten. It attacked it's, it like it was a fight. Yeah. It is boneless, skinless chicken breast <laughs> for this woman. <laughs> I just couldn't even. And I, I was watching her cut it, and I'm thinking to myself. Don't say anything. You're going to get in trouble. Don't say anything. You're going to get in trouble. Don't roll your eyes. Stop Uh-oh. looking. You need to stop looking. So uh, what I do instead is I come here and I tell everybody. This <laughs> will work out great. Yeah, good plan. The K92 Morning Thing trending top three. Number three. A fitting job listing for the Taco Tuesday. The people at Jose Cuervo are looking for a chief margarita officer. Ooh. Oh. Hello. I'm on for that. Okay. They're also looking for a chief tequila officer, a mm-hmm. chief tequila sunrise officer, 
and a chief Bloody Maria officer. What are their responsibilities? You have to be paid $1,000. Okay, I guess I can do that. You have to have a delicious recipe to go with whatever, because they're putting together their presidential cabinet here. Oh, I see what's Mm -hmm. happening here. And you will be flown to Tequila, Mexico, on an all-expense-paid trip to visit the oldest active distillery in Latin America. Nice. Ah. Very nice. Are you going to sign up? I'm going to say that I'm going to sign up, and then I'll probably forget later on. (laughs) I think you could do it. (laughs) That's the way it works. I think I could, too. Of course, I saw the requirements were post a video of you making the cocktail. I'm like, oh, a video? Uh, That's too much work. (laughs) Can I just tell you I did it? That's a post. I got to do stuff? (laughs) Just take a picture of it. Can I snap my fingers and make that happen? (laughs) Can somebody else film me while I'm doing it? What's going on? Yeah, so if you are interested, you can apply for any of those on their website. Number two. Now, I understand the message behind this, but is this a good thing or is this a bad thing? A company that's the Canon company, so they make, you know, printers and camera lenses mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, you know, they're uh, they're into cameras and yes. things. They have installed AI cameras that when employees need to open doors to get around in the building, you know, how here yeah. we have to use the key codes and things, or to book a meeting, the AI will not let you through on the facial recognition if you're not smiling. No, thank you. Uh, uh-uh. No, absolutely not. But they want you smiling at work. Oh, no. That'd be so exhausting. I think I'd lose my mind. That'd be so exhausting. Because it's exhausting to smile all the time. Yeah, to be forced to smile. It's like when dudes out here tell, like, women, like, hey, why don't, why don't you, you smile? smile? Go ahead and put a smile oh, on your face. Yeah. Hey, why don't you mind your business? I want to go yeah. to this meeting. Ain't nothing I'm smiling about. Yeah. Why you got to say things like that? I can't stand <laughs> it. Ladies, I think you should be allowed, and, and I guess a, I've never had a woman say it to me, but if why don't you smile more? Monica, you should be allowed to grab that person's tongue and just rip it out. Like mm-hmm. Just, just like, take it with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like and wear it as a necklace. Uh-huh. <laughs> why you look so mad? Yep. You need to smile. Why yeah. are you in my face? Yeah, I, I get the reverse. Hey, you look tired. Thank you so much for that. Exactly. Somebody it's, said that to me. He's like, I could see it in your eyes. I appreciate what? you saying that. Thank you for starting my day with that. Was that a Someone compliment? said that to you? Recently? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, oh. this morning. Oh. <laughs> it was this morning. I, I was walking around with mask on. So all you could see is my eyes. I was yeah. like, and I think I yawned or something. They were like, oh, yeah, you are tired. I can see it in your eyes. Oh, you look oh. tired. It's a Tuesday at 4 a.m. What do you think? Well, I'm supposed to. Exactly. <laughs> oh. Why aren't we allowed to slap people? <laughs> <laughs> not, life is not fair. Number one. So this couple, cops were called. They've only been dating a couple weeks. Right there in Myrtle Beach, they got into a very beachy argument okay. over s'mores. And the cops had to be called. The deliciousness of s'mores. Well, and we don't know the specifics about this, but they were fighting over s'mores. So I can only assume that they were fighting over how a s'mores is properly made in the constitution so. of the s'more. Because there is a right and wrong way to do these things. Is there? Oh, absolutely. Okay. A good s'mores takes time. Is it a mm-hmm. s'more? A good s'more takes time. A good time. s'more. Yeah. Or is it s'mores automatically? S'mores. Right. Because I don't know. Because it does hey. I feel like it's s'more. I feel like just one is s'more. So what do you want a s'more? Hey, Antoine, what are you eating? A s'more? A, a s'more? <laughs> like, wow. But you said it takes time. It does take time. You can't just be flying off all willy-nilly and thinking you can super toast. Uh, the people who immediately stick the mushroom, uh, the mushroom. The, well, now we're getting down the wrong path for sure. <laughs> If, yeah, if you different. put mushrooms on your s'more or your mm. s'mores, mm, umami, so good. Now, that marshmallow, like my son does it wrong, where he jams that thing right in the fire and immediately starts to burn. Uh-huh. And so you have not melted the inside of the marshmallow enough. Okay. 
You need to have that marshmallow dancing along the outside of the fire. You need to be turning mm. it as it, it's getting appropriately like a, brown. Like a ballerina. Right. You don't want it to be getting that flaming thing. And while you're doing that, you should have your graham cracker near the flame with the chocolate on top of it so it starts to melt in the heat of the fire as well. Anybody mm-hmm. that puts marshmallow to cold chocolate, you're a monster and you're doing it wrong. Oh. Very wrong. Oh. So do you put the chocolate underneath the marshmallow or on top of the marshmallow? I put the marshmallow on top of the chocolate because then you put the second piece of graham cracker on top, and that's how you pull your stick out because you're using it as the leverage in order to do that. That makes sense. And I would actually say if you're using plain Hershey's chocolate bar. Oh, come on, Oh, you said don't? No, that's the oldest and weirdest piece of chocolate. That's a classic. No, it's a Reese's peanut butter cup. Up your game. I'm telling you right now. It's, okay. it's, dude, it's I mean, better. It's worth giving a shot, though. I'm not going to turn it down. It's right. chocolate and peanut butter. I mean, you can do the Hershey chocolate, and it's a big bowl of decent. But if you, if you, I mean, do you value your life and your experiences? I do. I yes. Do. Well, then you should up your game, my friend. I will give it a try then. Put a Reese's peanut butter cup on there. So I feel like what happened here is this guy was talking like I was just talking, and she had had it, and she <laughs> hit it. And then she called the police right. on herself. Right. Sensitive listener friends, cover your ears. The truth. According to Zach, it's time for a few more entries in Zach's Anger Diary. Dear Diary, last week I had to get my tire fixed because I ran over a nail. About two months ago, I had to get a different tire fixed because I ran over a nail. And this is probably the fourth or fifth time in my driving career I've had to get a tire fixed because I ran over a nail. So it brings me to this question. Where are all these nails coming from? Okay, not exactly that, because I get that there's going to be random nails laying around on the ground. But what I don't understand is, how is it so easy to have them jam into your tire? Mm. I mean, in all of the times you've been driving down the road, how many times have you seen a nail balancing perfectly and sticking straight up in the air for you to run over? And remember, seeing it in cartoons does not Mm. count. Mm -hmm. Me? Zero. And yet, you can somehow still have a nail poking right through the middle of your tire as if that's exactly what happened. So what sort of voodoo witchcraft is actually happening to make it so? And while I'm dealing with life's ridiculous mysteries, can I ask you yard sale people a question? And look... You want to be yard sale people? That's fine. If the thrill of your Saturday is buying other people's curb garbage for a dollar and that brings you joy, then you do you. I'm not here to judge. But I have to ask, wherever it is that you people come from, do they not have driveways there? I assume they don't, because every time you come to my neighborhood, you park your car in front of my driveway, even if there's an open space nearby. Nah, I'd much rather block this driveway instead. (laughs) Do you not understand the rules? Do you only use your car on Saturdays for yard sailing? Oh, sorry. Let me move my car for you. Actually, how about you just never put it there in the first place? Also, browsing of a yard sale is to be done after you park and get out of your car. Not while you are still in your car, in the middle of the road, driving one mile an hour while four cars are stuck behind you. Till next time, diary, I say goodbye. Yard sales in a hole? 
that's very stressful <sighs> on both sides, whether you're setting it up or you're or you're the the consumer. Because when you go and you walk through it and you don't buy anything, you are telling the person who's having that yard sale, your crap is really crappy. It's extra crap. I like don't want it. I, I don't even want to pay $1 for this refrigerator magnet. Well, Antoine, I mean, really, we gave it. It's all in the branding. Because we gave it the term yard sale yes. instead of what it truly is, what which is, is amateur trash day. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Oh, man, we love having opinions. Yes, we do. Settling debates, especially when there's other people's debates involved. I would say, like, Monica, don't like a judge feels like one of the most powerful people in the world. Do they not? Sure does. Yeah. Very powerful. You really are above the law because mm-hmm. you're presiding over the law. You're oh. above the law. See, I was thinking that you are the law because you are dictating the law. But I but I agree with you. Everything. Even still, there's nobody above you. You know what, Antoine? You create it, and then it's beneath you. Yes, so you create it, and true. then you are above it. But that's what we try to do. So we go back and forth, try to settle your debates. So if you ever an argument or, or a discussion in your home, and I feel like these happen all the time. Yes. These little debates. We get that. Settle a bet for me. Settle an argument for mm-hmm. me. So that's what we're going to do today. And Megan is our plaintiff, and she says, settle this argument for me. Good morning, Megan. Good morning. Good morning. You're very angry. At your man for something. Yeah, honestly, I'm pretty pissed about things. Okay. Do tell why. My husband, John, took it upon himself to finish all of my leftovers. Your leftovers. Okay. Yeah. You guys had dinner leftovers and he ate them. Yeah. We went to Olive Garden, which is my favorite restaurant, a couple days ago. And I put my leftovers in the fridge, you know, with the intentions of eating it for dinner the next day. Sure. And then I get home from work and, and I go to get my to-go container. Yeah. And it's in the trash. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. He took uh-huh. his and he took yours. Wow, Monica, yep. and this would hit your husband right in the garden, right? I mean, he loves the <laughs> Olive Garden. Oh, yes. I will say this. I still remember it was years and years ago that my wife ate my leftovers from Carabas, uh. <laughs> and it still hurts me just a little. And I remember that, it. actually. Right. Yeah, because you came to work and you were upset by that. Yeah. So I understand the anger, but let's make sure that everybody gets to tell their side of the story. So let's say good morning to the leftover thief himself, John. Hello, John. Hello. Hi. I can't believe we're doing this. Yes, we are. <laughs> we are doing this. It's already we're here. here. We're going to help you out. We're going to settle this debate. Right now, you have a hole you need to dig out of, my friend, because you took her leftovers and those did not belong to you. So what say you? This is kind of silly, but yeah, I ate her lasagna because she wasn't going to eat it. She wasn't going to eat it. In I- the five years of us being together. She has never finished her leftovers. I have a question for Megan. Okay, yes. Megan, how much time was between the Olive Garden experience and your leftovers being eaten? How much time had gone between the two? It was the next day. Mm. Ooh, Mm. next day is usually still property of that person. But let me ask a follow-up question. All right. Because an accusation has been thrown at you, Megan, that you, quote, unquote, never eat your leftovers. Is that true? I mean, I can't remember everything. <laughs> okay, that's true. All right. They still belong to her. I eat them. John, is that true? Does she <laughs> eat them? Babe, you barely do. 
you ne- almost never eat your leftover. Uh, <laughs> see, originally I was ready to convict John right away and just throw him into leftover okay. prison for okay. the rest of his life, but I believe I am now Team John on this one. As someone who wow. can never fully understand the treatment of leftovers in their home, because my wife will never eat the leftovers until the day I'm excited about them, and that's the only day she eats them, right, okay, John? Okay, well, that's her decision. It's, if they belong to her. I was thinking about them all day. All day I wanted that lasagna, and then I guess mm. it was gone. Well, I feel like you need to be proactive. Mm-hmm. You need to text your husband in the morning and be like, oh, man, I'm so excited to eat that lasagna later. He needs a warning because your past <laughs> behavior has okay. dictated that you never eat it. I believe that leftovers belong to the person that ordered them right. for two meals past the meal. So if they went to Olive Garden for dinner, mm-hmm. then those leftovers still belong to Megan for breakfast and lunch Ooh. of the next day. Ooh, and she said what? she was going to eat them for dinner. And she was going to eat them for mm-hmm. dinner. Well, they and went in the free-for-all zone. They were in the free-for-all zone. So, John, <laughs> my question to you is, did you eat those leftovers for lunch the next day? Yeah, I ate them for lunch because it was such a small portion, it would not have been a made a satisfying dinner. Oh, don't, doing, don't you right? try to spin this now. <laughs> don't you try to spin this. <laughs> like, Dave, I knew you'd want more afterwards. You didn't have any. I did it for you. But he did eat it in the window that I deem it to still belong to Megan. Well, you know, I would say, John, you have witnessed leftovers going to waste so many times during this relationship. Have you not? I have. It's right. been very painful. Right. <laughs> so here he is, guys. He just cares about the earth. We are a wasteful society. Right, right. That's what it is. Yes, we are constantly being told that we waste. Think of all the guilt they say. Oh, the average American throws away 50 million pounds of food. John yeah. is just trying to help Mother Earth. Are you not, John? And I want to help it before I have to eat my own penicillin. Is that too much bad? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Okay, saving Mother Earth, but what about the mother of his children? Oh, oh. Wow. Oh, wow. She went there. Oh, she won. Yeah, she did. Good girl. <laughs> she went there and she won. Shut let him me, down. Go ahead, John. Let me hear your rebuttal, John. Uh, John, your rebuttal? Uh, Good point. I don't know yeah. what to say to that one. <laughs> I think the rebuttal is, would you like to go out to dinner Look, tonight? Try that one. Try that one, yeah, John. Say I, that one now. You know what? I didn't know, babe, you were so passionate about lasagna, but I know we can find more, and I'll give you as much as you want. We'll have a great night out. Okay. All right. Nice. Okay. There it is. Wow, she threw out that that, that card did. right there. It was a big joker. She yeah. threw out mm-hmm. the big joker. You know what? She, she threw a grenade at this <laughs> argument, and it, it won. She shut it down. Yep, but you know what? It's always good when we can settle cases out of court and no one has to go to prison. That is true. So if you have something going on, you need us to help settle the debate, hit us up right now. Text it into 52353. Leftover debate. Who ate whose leftovers? I mean, look. We can sit here and discuss the follow-up of who has the rights to what in, in the leftovers. But we all know she mm-hmm. won the debate when she dropped the mother of your child card. Yeah, that was nothing else. There was nothing else that needed to be said after that. And you know what's impressive about that card, Monica, is it's reusable. Like it's Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like your vaccination sure. card. It's laminated and it's in your wallet at all times. It works forever. <laughs> yep. Forever. You pull it out all the time. Actually, right on it, too, Antoine, it's written exactly how long you were in labor. There you go. <laughs> you hold it up and it lets you know. Text 52353. I eat my husband's leftovers because he doesn't, which I believe was John's argument. Mm -hmm. Another team, John. Caleb and Bland says having four siblings are rules. If you don't write, do not eat. It's fair game. But does that apply like in your house with your significant other? (sighs) I guess it does.
And that's a tough one, too, because if you write do not eat, then everything in the fridge says do not eat. And then you can go with that. Oh, I thought that was one of mine. Yeah, I thought I wrote that one. I thought I wrote that for other people to write. That was one of those moments. You have those moments in your life where you decide, you know what? I'm a grown up now and I don't have to do this. And that was when I realized I shouldn't have to write my name on food anymore. Okay, (laughs) that's true. Now, what do you think about this one? This text came in and says 24 hour rule. If it's still in the fridge after 24 hours, then it's free game. Yeah. Because I, I was thinking two meals. I didn't even think of like a full 24 hours. Yeah. I mean, you say two meals, Antoine, but then when you're including breakfast, that almost doesn't count. So they need lunch and they need dinner, which makes it 24 hours. Breakfast so counts that. if it's wings or pizza. Well, I, I, trust me. Hey, okay. I just making sure. Making sure we're on the same page. I, 24 hours makes sense. But if you have somebody who is a habitual leftover destroyer, meaning they just leave it there and they never eat it, I understand why you would just you would want to chime in and say, look. I am not letting this delicious lasagna go to waste. I don't want to wait the 24 hours because then I have to play diarrhea roulette and I shouldn't have to. You know what, Zach? We are talking too much right now. Let us talk to somebody who is a habitual stiller of somebody's leftovers. So, Monica, what what rules do you live by when it comes to leftovers in your house? I don't have any rules. Yeah, I think that's the case. (laughs) (laughs) Because I believe it. Because if I'm not mistaken, wasn't there one time that. You ate something, you ate a leftover and felt so bad about it that you went out and repurchased a steak from like Outback or something like that. I believe that did happen. Because you were just so distraught that you ate Jared's leftovers. You're like, I need to go buy another steak for him. You knew you did wrong. When it's good, like, you know, when leftovers are like actually good. Marinating in that juice all night. Yeah, especially when there's somebody else's because it's it's Mm -hmm. taboo leftovers. It's wonderful. I tell you, this person texted my daughter writes her name in it along with do not eat. If one of my kids did that in my house, I'd eat it on principle. Immediately. Uh huh. Chances are she didn't pay for it. I used to do that. Listen, if if you're not making any money in the house, you really can't call who eats what. Man, I got yelled at. I tell you when I got yelled at about that leftover, the quote-unquote leftover Chick-fil-A, my son. Oh, no, I didn't hear about this. I, if he knew a way, if he had a lawyer that he could just FaceTime and emancipate himself, <laughs> I believe he would have done it right in that moment. Because I came home, and much like what happens often when I come home, there's just garbage all over the place. Garbage and dishes and whatever. And there's this Chick-fil-A bag just sitting mm-hmm. there. And I made sure to check. I'm like, all right, let me check this Chick-fil-A bag just sitting on the counter. And in the little sandwich container, I see two tiny pieces of bread. Like, I don't see no chicken. I don't see anything else. I'm like, all right, this is done and i throw it out and then an hour later the monster comes out of the kitchen and goes where's my leftover chick-fil-a <laughs> oh I said, excuse me he says where is my leftover chick-fil-a oh, feisty but the bag you refer to yes I, it had two little pieces of bread i threw it out he goes those were my leftovers i was saving that and then he, he said worst day ever and then he went, <laughs> <laughs> yeah well when you're a kid it is like the worst day ever jared threw away some fried oreos his sister's fried Oreos one time, and she was really upset. And, I was, and she was young, young, and I remember that she was almost in tears. Yeah. Now, oh, yeah. It, My, yes, it may fun. be too late for you guys to do this, but Zach, mm-hmm. I don't think it's too late for you and Lennon. You need a worst day ever notebook. Oh, and I know. you need to just track <laughs> every day. That uh-huh. he, every time he says that, put a date beside it, put what happened, and then revisit it the next time he says Ooh. it. goes, hey, is this 
this is worse than blah, blah, blah. Okay, and I'm going to race this one then. This, what a great idea, You can really Anton. mess with them that way. Because I tell you what, he uses it all the time. He's now had three worst birthdays ever. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> they happen all go. the time. And what I need to do is ask him, is it worse than the last one? Yeah, you start to balance to try to figure out where the scale is. And boy, he's going down the path of destruction <laughs> in that one. I like it. Five, two, three, five, three. You can also sing your last text. So the last text you sent to anybody, you can send that in. Because next, Antoine is, uh, well... <laughs> He's putting me down, I believe. No, is what's happening I'm just here. ending the rivalry, putting that to bed. Right. It's all in good but fun. But end- I'm sure the way you're going to end it, because we have a little bit of a uh, sing your last text rap battle that goes yes, we on. Do. Because we I did do. a pretty good job on Antoine. Your last one was really good. I'm it gonna, was really good. I'm going to go get that clip just so I have some <laughs> level of coolness going on it in here. It was really good. Well, guys, it's been nice knowing you. Don't worry that <laughs> you it's all. not good enough. Right, not all of you. For Thirty-four percent of you. Sing a song. No, let's not, that's not, that's not do that. Oh yeah, he says that now, Monica. <laughs> but I do believe he's putting me to sleep here in battle round three of Sing Your Last Text, the trilogy. It all yeah. comes to an end. Yeah, this this closes it out, like because it started back in January when Zach said that he was going to come after me, but he didn't really come after me the way I thought he was. So uh-huh. I overprepared. Oh so my God. then, Did so then I came back at him. So then after some time, Zach rebuttaled. It was sort of like when you were kids <laughs> and you know you were jokingly like, ooh, let's have a contest. Let's see who can punch each other the lightest. So I punched Antoine real light. <laughs> and then he destroyed me and said, oh, you win. <laughs> yeah, crushed me. But yeah, so oh, then Zach man. had one. So now I'm back. Just to, just to end it, just to, to close the door right. on it. So we'll let you, you can close the door on this whole segment here in a minute. I have to play my own clip around too, just so I can feel good about myself just a little bit. But I also have Trish and Botetot who texted Thomas the Train scares me. And I yeah. agree. Oh yeah, that face. He's creepy. Wholeheartedly. <laughs> face. Yeah. The whole thing is creepy. Monica, what will you be doing here I today? I hate the way he chews. Okay. Brenda Salem. Okay. And then Antoine's going to do R.I.P. Zach, you're dead, which I believe was a text sent by Antoine yeah, that, to himself. Just had to make sure I got in there. <laughs> okay. So let me uh, let me get my little Thomas oh, first? jam out of the way. Then we'll get to Monica, and then we'll get into the battle round finish here. Finish him. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. No, the finish no. him. Is, oh, oh, yes. I believe so. Monica, you can't see the look on his face, but it is. <laughs> just, you guys a, are making me laugh. It's a bit what? A, you're making me laugh. That's all it you is. You have to say it without laughing, but it's not going to be. Mischievous grin. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun? Yes. It's going to be fun. Mm, I hear it. <laughs> I Stop see you. Looking at me like that. Yeah, I hear it. I see you. I Thomas see the you. Train. Let's go. Okay. Uh-huh. Here we go. Thomas the Train. Here we go. I figure I will do it to the Thomas the Train theme. So now you can always have this just stuck in your head. Your memory. All the time in your creepy, <laughs> creepy memory. And let me just tell you, it's quick and it ends harshly. So get ready for it. Okay. Sing your last text on the K92 Morning Thing. Here we go. <laughs> Thomas the train, he scares me. In my dreams, you can almost hear my screams. Like he's coming for me. It's like he's coming for you too. And tell me why are his eyes so big? And then the creepy smile, like he just ran over a child. Toot! <laughs> Dang! You're right. That was good and awful, right? When you said it ended abruptly, I didn't realize it was going to yeah. end so violently. Well, Toot! <laughs> Since we're killing everything today, we might yeah. as well just... Thomas the Train well, is creepy. Like, I'm looking at pictures of him right now. I'm telling you, he looks like he ran over a kid. and Because he does that, that side eye thing. He goes... 
anything wrong. And I'll tell you what, not that I expect any train to wear pants, but his face says, I'm a train that doesn't have pants on. <laughs> right, <laughs> he doesn't. Right. Like he's walking around his going, caboose. Toot, toot, toot. Look at me. I don't have you pants on. You know, the Teletubbies on. are always on board. Oh, yeah, of course they are. <laughs> the wiggles. Riding all weird. They lo- <laughs> yep, love when he goes over bumps. <laughs> Go over the bump again. Yay. <laughs> hey yo. All right, Monica. Okay. Do tell, do tell, do tell. And I have um, Hate the Way You Choose, Brenda of Salem, and I'm using Dilemma. Okay. Nelly and Song. Kelly hate the way he chews, and then we will too. get into Zach's funeral. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> On the thing. Hate the way he chews. Mm-hmm. I can sing along. Probably. Uh, hate the way, way he chews. No, I can't. <laughs> he chews. Ooh ooh. Oh, I hate the way he chews. Oh, he chews. Something new. Why must he chew? Can you please eat something new? Oh, baby, why are you chewing? Can you please eat something? Oh, please, baby, can you eat something new? Okay. And then there's no rap. Wait, the you know I don't rap. That you're oh, attacking, babe. Oh! You hate all my smacking, babe. Oh! You don't like the way I slap it up. <laughs> You telling me to shut it up. Hey. Right, that was a little freestyle. Hey. That's a long time for you. Oh. Hey. Look at you. Look at you. Uh-oh. Yep. It's like when the kid at the circus <laughs> forgets the Pledge of Allegiance and someone steps in. I to jump in. I got you. I got you. Teamwork oh, right yes, there. Yes, yeah, I have to. I, I have to confess. Was it offbeat? Oh, well, you know, it was. A smidgen. A little, a little bit. Delay. Okay. A little it was, delay. There's a little was, delay. It was the on the beat. Your beat. Yes. Okay. Beat. Remember, they, you marched to the beat of your own drummer. And uh-huh. I have to confess, because you were doing that, and Antoine started to motion with his hands, and I didn't know if he meant, I have something, or turn this off, uh-huh. wrap it up. Oh, no. Because <laughs> he went like this. I was, I was okay. trying to motion, like, keep it going, keep the beat going, keep it going. Okay. Oh, no. I thought he meant, get it out of here, get it out of here. All right, rap battle, round three. Antoine's going to put me to sleep because of what I did to him last time. Yes, yes. I mean, I was proud of what I you did. Were really good. I'm I, mean, I, I did a pretty good job. So if, if you, you need if you need a refresher, this went back to the old school LL Cool J song, I'm Bad, going after Antoine. Here calling we go. Calling all cars. Calling all cars. Be on the lookout for a tall, charming individual with a big smile. Wearing a blue Dodgers hat. Blue sweatsuit. Matching pants and sneakers. Here we Flat go. at the K92 Broadcast Palace. Four nine. intro. Alias Tweezy. He's bad. Bad. Versus Zach, rap battle round two. Time for your king, Zach, to drop some bars for you. I got waxed like a candle last time that we fought, but my verbal left hook gonna bring you a shock. Lucky if I make the first one is the mantra at hand for all social activities. Blown off by this man, and then he'll flash his little smile and shake your hand. But he's a wackest motherfanger in the entire cloud. Roots for the Lakers, as far as we knows, but I'm starting to think he just buys all the clothes. Once broke a hotel TV and then played all dumb. Well, how you gonna feel? When I go tell your mom He's a Greek god of balls When he wanders the halls But how's he gonna feel When his empire falls How can you trust a man Who says he doesn't like cheese So I'ma eat up all his gouda Have him down on his knees He's bad That was me back when I was alive. Oh, that was so good. That was really good. Like it was so it's so good, Monica. I don't know if Zach could see. I I remembered the words. Like Mm -hmm. that's how good it was. I remember 
all the things he said to me. I noticed. <laughs> I also, really I also, good. oh, I sing along to my own songs. If I was an actual singer and I heard my song on the radio, I'd be singing along to <laughs> in it. the car. I talk, <laughs> got my balls, what are wonders in the halls? Well, it was nice knowing y'all. Oh, it's going to be fun. And this is for this you. Is, this is the <laughs> essence of battle rap because that's what we've been doing. We've been rap battling back and forth. So okay. this is the essence. So this is the song, the beat. People, most people won't know, but that's how it is with battle rap. You just sure. put a random beat on, and then you just have to go with it. So we're going to put the random beat on, and mm-hmm. then Antoine is going to eat my lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for this sandwich. And all my leftovers <laughs> and everything in between. Rap battle round three. Here we go. They say your stages to the top ten. There are stages to this. Push me off the cliff. I'm here. That's where battle rap is. We're going back. Check, check it out. I was just chilling, minding my business. But Zach, you said my name and put me all up in this. I swear to God. Hey, Monica, you my witness. I wasn't competing, but now I got to go witness. You did sing your last text. It wasn't notable, but then you put my name in it to make it quotable. You brag about that good mattress for your slumber. Well, now Louis Gale going to know your sleep number. I know your game, bro. You like to pick and choose a shot here and there just to get some views. You got some goals, right? Chill out. I'm speaking. I can have you going viral for the wrong reason. It's King Zach, right? Look, mama, I made it. The last king I know, he got assassinated. Calling all my hitters. That's down the ride. So KT and Monica, you better pick a side. Enough goals to pull off a hat trick. So duck your head, Alexia and Bob Patrick. All this magic can be tragic. You can pass the torch or I can snatch it. You're my favorite chef, cooking a good meal. Now let me know how it feels. Now you on the grill. You sing your last text. It wasn't moving me. I turned that anger diary into a eulogy. <laughs> At Family Matters, you better sit calm. Family Matters sitcom, yeah, I'm the bomb. Fresh as Will Smith and his cousin Hillary. Your boss ain't it, Pennywise, you're killing me. I know you're feeling me. I'm the energy. I'm full of Austin Powers. You my mini me. Is you kidding me? You must be tripping, G. Call you Simone Biles, because you flipping, Z. Um, well, I'm just going to put my mic away and let y'all have a discussion within studio, okay? Um, uh-uh. your mother's so fat. That- <laughs> Oh, yeah, bravo. Is bravo. yes. Was that bravo. an A++? Plus plus plus? Mm. Was it, it was extra credit. Well, my funeral will be televised. I, I, just, I threw the team in there. He just evaporated. <laughs> yeah. Finish him. Finish. Hmm. Uh, well, I'm still in my... Wait, is this real life? <laughs> Am I still here? You are still hey. here. Are you sure? Yeah. Those you are texts. still here. 52353 RIP. The show won't be the same without you, Zach. And <laughs> uh, this person. Ooh, shots fired. Shots? <laughs> uh, it's a nuclear bomb. Hiroshima. Yeah, that, there we go. Yeah, that's to say the nuclear bomb in World War II was shots fired. Those are shots. No, yeah. Those are shots finished. Understatement. I think is all Understatement. Yeah, so, uh, bravo, Antoine. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, we win. Everybody wins. Everybody Zach, else. Feels Everybody bad. else wins. <laughs> oh, right life insurance policy. Thank you so much. For yeah, that. I have. Uh, I have. There's no rebuttal to that unless I do the the Eminem eight mile where I just destroy myself. Like that's, <laughs> that's the only way I can. Win I like this that plan now. though. I'm dead. Happy hour triple play is next. K ninety two. Miss Monica's hot list number three. Nick Cannon. He's been having fun this year. What is going on? He's expecting his fourth child. 
child in less than a year. <laughs> okay. The boy's busy. Yeah, they said uh, yeah he's expecting a baby with his girlfriend, but he also had twins with another woman, and a third woman had his child in, in December. Yeah. So, yeah, he's been having fun. This, you know, that whole pandemic has is... just, like, made him think, I need more children. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I it, have... so it takes him up to, I, I think, need to love more. seven. Yeah, I think he has seven now. Seven by four women. Mm-hmm. Two sets of twins. Yeah. He loves to love. I guess he loves to love. He loves something. Good yeah. Lord. I mean, I guess you want to look at it this way. It's just, I'm buying baby clothes anyway. So let's just have a bunch of kids all at he could once. Just pay, mm-hmm. I'd say he could pass it down, too, for a few that are older. The other three that are older than these four. Boy. You just yeah. pass some stuff down. Get ready for those years. He's got to write checks for college because it's all the same year. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Think about that. <laughs> they better all Woo! get the same scholarship to the same school. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Anton, they can start their own school. <laughs> That's how many kids there are. It is. Yeah, that whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Wow. Number two. And rapper T-Pain and Usher, they're they're cool. They're friends. But I had no idea that Usher and the things he said to T-Pain. Yeah, I'm not sure if they're friends anymore. Because based yeah. on this conversation, Usher and T-Pain were friends back in the day. That was years ago it that was. it happened, though. Well, right? yeah. But you have to think about, so T-Pain, you know, here's your little music class if you don't know. I mean, the guy basically invented the auto-tune. Mm-hmm. He was the person that started using it in songs. And it was... Uh, he was working int- at McDonald's, wasn't he? Like, um, before he got a call. Something like that. Yeah. And so... So Usher basically said, you ruined music because you ruined it for real singers. And now everybody uses this auto tune. T-Pain became a punchline after that, too. Yes. He was for a little bit. Even yeah. though he was super talented. And I mean, he innovated music in a way that had never been done before. And it sent him into a tailspin of depression. Also, listen. Usher was my friend. I really respect Usher. He was like, man, I want to tell you something, man. Kind of fucked up music. I didn't understand, you know. Um... I thought it was joking at first, but then it, it was like, nah, man, you really like, you really f- up music for real singers. Mm. And I'm like, how? Wait, are you serious? It was like, yeah, man. That is the very moment. And I, was, I don't even think I, I realized this for a long time. That's the very moment that started like a four year depression for me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because. Now Usher's like, dang. I mean, words, they stick. Yeah. yeah, especially from somebody you respect. Exactly. Yeah. And they're from, they're both from Atlanta, so they have this mutual respect, and they were on the same plane together. Yeah. So you think your friend call you back to say something positive, like, you know what, you've you ruined, ruined this for all of us. Right, and to say things like, you ruined it for us real musicians, jerk Ugh. thing to say. <laughs> and then, you know, what the T-Pain's argument was like, well, I'm just I'm just doing this for me. No one else has to do this. Exactly. Right, right. You know, no, you ruin it for everyone. So, uh, yeah, I I can't imagine that they're friends now. That, I I that I would still hold on to that if I was T-Pain. And I think he should. Yeah. And Usher's career, I'd like to point out, has been trash since then also. So if he's such a real singer, where he at? Uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> shots fired. Hey, we You're going battle. after Usher now. We got a new battle. <laughs> I'm dead already, so <laughs> might as well go after Usher. Who really cares? Where you at, Usher? <laughs> yeah, come on. What you got? You got some Usher? Usher bucks for me? Yeah. yeah. Let's go ahead and rap battle for some Usher bucks. Let's we do can it. do that. You know, A-Rod is so petty. Ah, I know. He is so petty, but it's kind of hilarious, I and it. I kind of like him in a way <laughs> now. Okay, okay, because he was spotted out partying with Ben Affleck's ex. Uh-huh. Get it. Yes. Get it, yes, A-Rod. He's a TV producer named Lindsay, and he was out um, on Saturday night. Yeah, partying with her. Mm-hmm. And you know, he went out of his way to find out where she was going to be uh-huh. so he could go <laughs> hang out with her just to try to get back at him because he's with J-Lo. I love it. I love the whole oh, thing. I love the so drama. Petty. I love how A-Rod looks like a petty little wiener head. And he's like, there's nothing. Th- and um, his reps are like, there's nothing there. They've been friends for 15 years. Yeah, 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 and whatever. I tell you what, what, one thing that A-Rod can do that Ben Affleck can't 
and spend a lot more money because A-Rod is worth over $350 million. Ben Affleck hasn't seen that kind of money. Yeah, well, A-Rod wastes all on skin cream. You so. leave A-Rod alone. <laughs> He's smooth. Guess what? I know a loser because I am one. <laughs> you lost this battle, A-Rod. Come join me. You did lose, J-Lo. Yep. Come on down the path. Let's start the Eliminator. Since I've been eliminated, <laughs> I feel like I can distinctly judge the Eliminator. We could just call it the Zach. The Zach, right? <laughs> well, no, I'd be eliminated. Really, we'd have to call the Eliminator the Antoine. Oh, because I right. eliminated you, allegedly. Right. You are Zach. Like, that's who you are eliminated. But let's play the Antoine would be the Eliminator. If you missed it, I was destroyed and sing your last text. I, we may never have to do sing your last text again. That's like that, it? That, uh, maybe. That's the mic drop. We'll sing your last text. Well, you you drop the mic, and when it explodes like a grenade, it's kind of hard <laughs> to put it back together. So fun times. Yes, yes. Good times, good times. Well, let's go ahead and play the Eliminator, which is fun, and it's a fun little list, and it's fun to talk about, and I do think it's a good public service as people get back out into the world and go back out on dates and things like that. There are certain foods you should not order on a date. Okay. It's just a bad idea or at least it doesn't set you up for success Mm -hmm. it's not to say that you can't order these things but there are certain reasons why you may not want to order these things so what we have here is a list of the top 12 worst foods to order on a first date so we'll go back and forth in the game. Uh, Antoine, since you're a murderer, I'll let you decide. You know, actually, you know, you can just go first. I'll That's go fine. first. I'll yeah. go first. Go ahead and go first. And uh, Monica, you will go second. And All if right. you give me one, you're safe. And three strikes. You are eliminated. Here we go. And just for clarification, yep. this is a list. This is a combination of a list that you found as well as things that you feel should be on mm-hmm. the list. Yep. I put some in there as well. So some of okay. them have, uh, you know, because some of the ones on the list I didn't like. Okay. And so I, I moved All it right. around just a little bit. And uh, yeah. So I want to go. go with salad. Mm-hmm. Salad is correct. Number six. I know you. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. And that is one that I put on there because salad. You be cute while eating a salad. No, you can't be cute while no eating way. a salad. You look just weird and wacky and no. So no. Open your mouth wide to get that lettuce in and all that. Yep. Yeah. I should also point out that on the same as salad is kale in general. Okay. Because it's just, <laughs> you should not be doing that either on your date. So you're safe on that one. Okay. These are foods you should not order on a first date. I should say none of them are dessert related either. These okay. are all main. Okay. These are foods. Go ahead. Okay. I'm going ribs. Ribs is number three. Just way too saucy and sloppy. Yeah, yeah it's messy. messy. And while ribs are delicious, that's like a fourth date food, I think, is what it is. You could mm-hmm. split the whole rack of ribs together. Right, so right. At that right point, there. you know. Lady in the tramp there. You, exactly. This is the first date that we got. All right, Antoine. All right, soup. Soup is. You don't want the slurping and stuff. No, no, hang on. Oh, correct. You're on there. I had to okay. make sure I was checking because I had ramen listed okay. on here, All right. which is soup. Yes, it is. Because there's there's actually a couple reasons behind this. With ramen, there's way too much slurping and sucking uh-huh. of all of the noodles, and there's a problem there. And the well-known fact that has been proven here on the show, soup is not a real food. So you should not, not be, don't be ordering that on a date. <laughs> you order, if I take you out on a date and you order soup on the first date, you're done. Mm. You ain't getting there ain't no date, too. <laughs> ain't gonna happen. So no, no on soup. All right, Monica. Um, I think delicious, but maybe a second date, though. Um, You could eat a burger. So I'm going burger. You're going burger. Date. 
kind of messy. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Burger no. is. Yeah, I feel okay. like burgers should be safe. Burgers, I, I get it. They can be kind of sloppy and messy, yeah. but it's a fairly universally accepted food. And that's even one where you could cut it in half and you can yes. eat it that mm-hmm. way. So. You cut it. Sorry, strike for you, Monica. Ah. No burger. All right. How about spaghetti pasta? More slurp in it. But Lady in the Tramp. <laughs> Okay, yeah, it's they, also, which is nasty, what he does with his nose and expects her to eat. <laughs> yes, and they also ate it in an alley by a dumpster. Yeah, they sure right. did. Also true, and also on the list. Now, specifically, it said fettuccine Alfredo because it's big, creamy, and gross, but also I true. will go ahead and accept all forms of pasta for that <laughs> yeah. one. Plus, you're just too full. There's too much. Just heaviness. Yeah, yeah. it's heavy going on. You don't want that. Okay. okay. Monaco. I may be eliminated because I'm going hot dog. <laughs> where are you at? I know. Where are you at? Today? I'm not. I guess I, I, date, I don't I know guess. where I'm at. Then. You got an appointment? You're trying to get the show over with? I guess if the first date's like to a ball game or something, yeah, then you uh, can get a hot dog. I don't know. Maybe you want to eat a hot dog. Yeah, exactly. Hey, all right. Okay. So we have. <laughs> all right. Well, you said ribs are messy. Uh-huh. I feel like wings are also as messy. So I'm mm-hmm. going with wings. You are correct. Number nine. Oh. Messy and girls. Delicious. And also, I find with the wing is the way you stick it in your mouth is very unattractive in a lot of ways because you're kind of like, knobbing on the end. And yes. and the crazy thing is there's a lot of people that, that they don't know that I love wings. Mm. That if I could pick one food for the rest of my life, it's wings because I don't eat it in public because it's so messy and the sauce gets everywhere. Yeah, it is, it is kind of embarrassing. I always hope no one's looking at me. <laughs> Please don't watch me. All right, Monica, you have two strikes. Oh, gosh. And I'm trying to think. I'm like... I suck at this category. I guess I just I just eat. Hmm. I never really even thought about it. Um, a bad food would probably something messy and greasy. Probably uh, a a big thing of mashed potatoes. Okay, good. I'm glad you finally got okay, it. Right, seriously, just, I know. <laughs> let's put you out of your misery. No, give mean, me the list. <laughs> a big bowl of mashed potatoes. <laughs> yes. Number one on the list has to do with. It's uh, strength, what it can do to your stomach and just the smell in general. But I find curry to be the worst. Yes, okay. Oh, all right. Yes, curry is very strong. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Number two, corn on the cob. Ain't nobody oh, sexy. Yeah. There's you got to bring all the yeah. utensils for corn on the cob to like shave it off and yeah. stuff. And then you got it stuck in your teeth and every other thing. So, no, that's a no on that one. Number five, garlic bread. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Number eight, huh. I would say a hard shell taco because they break apart and they're just messy and sloppy. Mm-hmm. You got to go soft shell. I can see that. I yep. can see that. You don't do that. Number 10, peel and eat shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get that up. I mean, that's... I realized that my first day, I think I just ate. I just, I really was. Uh... Did you have all of these? She has all of this. <laughs> like, let's go to a buffet. Okay, know. now, obviously, uh, since I was putting ones on this list, well done steak was number 11. I, I, uh, I had that one in the tuck. Well done I, anything. I had that one. And then number 12, the worst food to order on a first date, scrambled eggs. Because what are you, nine? Could it be with, like... I don't know. Like a brunch spot? Nope. Could it be a party? No, just nope. not Get at a all, real huh? egg grown up. Right. I don't know what you got going on. <laughs> An honorable mention to Jello, because who's ordering Jello anyway? K and W cafeteria. Exactly. First so date. I guess in le- if you're dating your grandma's ma, then it's then it's, it's acceptable. That is fine. Aw, do you have things that you just love? Like you're just you, you love them. And I'm not talking about people. Forget them. Right. <laughs> or even, <laughs> you know, a lot of people that now have these emotional support animals or uh-huh. pets or whatever. But I was reading the other day how emotional support things is a thing. Mm-hmm. And it was this whole article about how this woman was just completely attached to her water bottle, her hydro flask. Okay. 
But I think it's true. It's, it's sort of like you grow up, and, and yeah, when you're a kid, it's your blankie. But wow. there can be plenty of things. When I thought I lost Pokin Stick, Monica. Pokin Stick. Pokin Stick. Stick. Don't put a G on the end of it. How dare you? <laughs> Sorry. Jeez. No, Pokin Stick was the stick that I like to use to poke the fire pit. You know, you got to oh, okay. poke. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pokin Stick is to not go in the fire. He's to poke the fire. And he was gone. He was gone from the fire pit. And I was convinced that I accidentally, you know, maybe after a few Friday uh Happy hours. Accidentally burned up Pokin Stick. And when I found him again, I was so happy because I thought I I had lost him. Have you ever been attached to a thing, Monica or Antoine, anybody? I definitely had something. Um, One of my friends went to Vegas when I was in college, and they knew I didn't gamble, but they knew I always wanted to go to Vegas. So they brought me back a $5 poker chip. And I just thought it was the best thing. It was from Caesar's Palace. It was like the best thing in the world. So I held mm-hmm. on to it. And then I would use it to make decisions. Oh, like if there know? was like a 50-50, like, all right, do I want to go to class today or do I want to stay in bed? All right. Well, Caesar's, Julius Caesar says I should stay in and go to sleep. And did you keep flipping him until Julius Caesar until told I you got to go to sleep? Until I got the answer I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I used to just carry it around. Like I'd put it in my wallet. I'd put it in my pants pocket. I would just always, and I would spin it around on like on the table when I was bored and fidget with it. Yeah. Did you lose it? What happened it's to it? It's gone. <sighs> I, don't, I don't remember. I, I, when I moved from on campus to my apartment, it disappeared. And I've been extremely sad about it since. You know, that was years ago. He doesn't sound very loyal to Poker Chip, though. When he moved, he was just like, eh, whatever. I'll find it. No, I thought I. No, it's it's one of those things where, like, I'm going to put it here because this is the place I'm going to remember I put it. Ah, yes. And it's never there. You never remember again. Antoine, if you go to that place and you find it, can you tell me if my socks are there? (laughs) (laughs) They they seem to all disappear. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I think I'm, um, you know, I love my planner. Every year, I'm like, Attached to my planner. Because nobody else does. Because <laughs> yes, even and Jared will say, oh, gosh, you and that planner. I just have it everywhere with me. So, so you carry it around with you like it is your it's your security planner. Or mm-hmm. is it you carry it around with you so the police can't get a hold of it? Is that I what mean, we have? Well, both, you know. Yeah. If, if you've never <laughs> seen Monica's planner, it is scary. To a degree, because she it's a handwritten one, you know, like a little yeah. calendar, and you write all your notes in there, but you I don't sure do. write them uniformly either. You write no. them just in whatever available space you want and in whatever direction you feel like, too. It's just kind of all over the place. Yeah, and but every year I tell myself, okay, I'm going to actually, you know, take my time, write a couple notes, and they won't be all over the place or mm, anything like that, mm-hmm. and, you know. And Antoine, here's why I think her planner is extra bullcrap, okay. by the way, is because it is. It's all over the place. So now Monica just has free license to forget stuff. Because <laughs> she'll go, oh, sorry, I forgot. And I can say, well, did you write it in your planner? And she'll say, of course I did. And I have no rebuttal to that. No, yeah. <laughs> none <laughs> Because I don't know where it is in there either. So I totally understand. The K92 Morning Thing blows your mind. And a fight over Chick-fil-A sauce. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, and it's so good that is it? there's a shortage of it. That's how good it is. And so because of the shortage, some grocery stores have rules on how many one can purchase. Because Uh, what happens, what we've learned through the pandemic, is if we're told there's a potential shortage of something, all of a sudden, it's like we've been lobotomized. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we must buy all of whatever it is. And we throw caution to the wind. We throw all facts and reason out the window. And we must have all the Chick-fil-A sauce. So there is a man in Kansas, a grocery store in Kansas. They said you can only buy two bottles or whatever 
Two bottles of Chick-fil-A sauce. Which, if you buy it at the grocery store, those are big bottles. Yeah, you don't yeah. need more than yeah. two bottles. You really only need one. Zero. But he yeah. was upset <laughs> that he couldn't buy multiple because he said he had an event coming up and he wanted to buy as many as possible. What, is he a uh, Chick-fil-A pop-up? <laughs> like, what, yeah. what is his event? And so the employees were stopping him like, no, you can't, you can't. And then he gets so upset, so enraged that he hauls off and he punches the, the store employee. Great. And then yeah. the other employees come, they break it up, and they escort him out. He is not done yet. He gets in his car, and some employees, not even the ones that escorted him out, some employees are standing out in front of the grocery store mm-hmm. on their break. He drives his car towards them as if trying to run them over. Oh, great. Because that's is how that mad serious? he was over Chick-fil-A sauce. For Chick-fil-A sauce. Yeah. Ugh. That's crazy. I don't, there's, I don't know if there's crazy. anything other than Krispy Kreme donuts that will cause me to try to run people over. Wow. Yeah. But, if, if but the there hot is side, something. If the hot side is on and I got to jump, you know, across the median. Because the hot light. The hot light's only on for like four minutes. Like sometimes you got to jump the median. That's it, though. That's it. And if you see four or five cars starting to pull it ahead of you on oh, the other man. side. Oh, man. We got to cut them off. We got to cut them off. Yeah. I don't understand why we get so upset about things all the time. Yeah. And stupid things like that. Chick-fil-A. So, look, just buy two. You don't need two anyway. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to use it. And I'm sorry, but this person's actions have proven to me that he does not have an event coming up. This is not no. a man fighting. He, he was just ready to snap anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And Chick fil A sauce, I'll say it's too gross. It's too Ooh. sweet. It's too sweet. Oh. Mm-hmm. Look, Actually, I, I, I did purchase a bottle, and Jared said, I'm not eating. I don't like the look of the bottle. It's very, it's just plain. It's white and gray, <laughs> the bottle. Yeah, yeah, but it's just, it's so white, and then it's got just a little bit of red on the writing. It's like someone made it at their house. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's just Microsoft like, Word. I don't like the look of the bottle. Yeah, yeah. And my daughter loves the Chick fil A sauce, and she did that, you know, little kid thing where you think it's a good idea to just try stuff on everything. Ooh, see yes. what it tastes like. So she's like, I want to see what it tastes like on salmon. I said, I can tell you it's going to be oh, terrible. Ugh. Guess what? It's terrible. In case <laughs> yeah. you're wondering, it's horrible. So there it is. How about a baby with not one but two names, Monica? You saw this story too, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And a couple, they broke up. Yeah. So it's a weird situation because this couple was together. This was on the Reddit, you know, am I the bleep Mm -hmm. hole, that whole thing. And she's talking about, so her, her man was with this woman and the woman got pregnant. Okay. They broke up before the baby was even born. Okay. Mm -hmm. So then at that point they're broken up, you know, they're not even together anymore, but this is a kid that they created. They could not agree on a name. I said, I want this. No, I want this. No, too bad. So now the kid has two names. The dad mm-hmm. calls the kid the name that he wanted to name the kid. <laughs> the mom calls the kid the name that he she wanted to name the kid. Yeah, it's like Sarah Catherine Jones and Samantha Elizabeth Smith. Wow. It's yeah. so like full name. So, oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's a birth certificate that says the correct name, but they're not paying attention to it. I'm obviously. going to imagine that the birth certificate has the name that the mom put on it because she yes. was the one that was yeah, at the yeah. hospital giving birth. But the dad says that is not the name I agreed to. This is the name we will call this child. And this child's like three or four years old now. That's a yeah. new level of petty right there. Oh, my God. Compromise on the name. Yeah, my mom, she said um, everyone just pick a name. This is what she told my dad. Pick a name. For, yeah, for you or just for, for me, you, like, for everybody. Yeah, she didn't know it was gonna be. A, she said, "Oh, you you had a you have a baby girl." She's like, "I have a girl." Okay, well, everybody pick a name. Okay, so. and then she just picked the one that sounded the best. It almost the yeah. way you said it was that she said it to you. All right, I baby. will. <laughs> she said it to my sister, and my dad. Yeah, and pick she a said, name, um, kid. What yeah. are you? And yeah. she said, "What month is it? April." Yep, middle name April. No, <laughs> that's what True. I think happened. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, I, I mean, I get it. The, the the mom of the child wanted them, but the daddy, you know, he made the kid too. Yeah, he was a part yeah, of it. Yeah, he does. Fifty-fifty. Oh yeah, what's going on? But that that kid is. Uh, 
I don't know what you do with that. I don't know. I feel bad for that kid as I get older, and it's going to be that tug of war of attention between the two of them. It's the K92 Morning Thanks. Yeah. Most viral. It's a good kid, too. So his name is Daniel, and Daniel lives in Minneapolis, and okay. Daniel is a young man with autism. But he works at McDonald's. All right. And he works at the drive-thru, and he loves his freaking job. Nice. So he sings every order all day long. He sings the orders. Oh, my God. I watched the full news story. You can go find it online. His name's Daniel Marshall. And you can tell, like, his coworkers love him for his just love of life. But you can also tell that they're like, I mean, Daniel's on 11 for mm-hmm. every single customer all day long. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, we love and <laughs> This guy is great. Thank you so much for choosing Arden Hills McDonald's. My name is Daniel. How are you today? I was different from a lot of people. I was called names. Every day, they would say to him, you just need to quit. I understand how he ticked. My youngest son is actually autistic as well. Customer service is that for Daniel. Y'all looking swaggerific right now. Everything he has, he puts into that. Yeah, it's everybody. Hey, boss. Hey, superstar. How you doing? <laughs> that's a great customer experience. I can tell you that. I know. As a customer coming in, that's a great customer experience. As a colleague, that could be <laughs> that could be days that that'd be a little tough. That'd be days. Oh, no. You know, just being honest. Because I've worked with, you know, just people that are just always happy. Yeah. Like, how are you always this ray of sunshine? What's wrong with you is what where, you want to say. Where, I understand. Where are the clouds in your life? I'm uh-huh. jealous. Uh-huh. Now I'm jealous of your life. Now I'm angry because I'm not as happy as you are. <laughs> there was It wasn't in that clip, but like I said, I did watch the, the story, and one of the other coworkers, an older guy, and you could tell because he goes, oh, yeah, he does that for everyone. He said, you hear him all day long. He goes, and when I go home. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's just in your head all day. Yeah, good kid, though. Uh, Ricky Gervais, comedian, funny guy. Yes. So, this is his message to the people who complain about what he says on Twitter. People take everything personally. I think the world revolves around them, right? Particularly on Twitter, right? I'm not tweeting anyone. I'm just tweeting, okay? I don't know who's following me. I've got 12 million followers. I don't know who's following me. They can be following me without me knowing, right? Choose to read my tweet and then take that personally. That's like going into a town square, seeing a big notice board, and there's a notice, guitar lessons, and you go, but I don't want guitar lessons. (laughs) The K92 Morning Thing. Hear more at K92radio.com.